0: I had another episode planned for today, but today just seems like a really heavy day. Um, it is, what is today, Thursday, September 24th, 2020. And yesterday we got the the verdict that the murderers of Breonna Taylor will not be held accountable for what they've done. Um, they're not being charged with anything. And what's really sad is that I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. I kind of saw this coming. The world doesn't really love... Black people, specifically Black women, especially Black women. And so for me, when they boarded up the city, that was kind of like, okay, this is what's going to happen. They're not going to do anything to hold these people accountable. So yeah, the cops that killed Breonna Taylor are not going to be held accountable for their reckless, (laughs) for their reckless actions, for taking the life of an innocent woman um, who was sleeping, (laughs) like minding her business in her home. And to say that I am exhausted is, like, an understatement. I 2020 has just been a year of heaviness. It's just been so heavy. I'm so tired. And um what's sad, again, like I said, is that I'm not surprised. I'm not shook. I'm not, like, I'm not shocked. Like, this is something that I kind of anticipated happening, Um, that nothing would happen. Because we've seen it so often. We've seen people go to, you know, okay, they're going to be indicted. And then, you know, we think... This is a win. This is a win for us. Um, this is justice, and then justice is not served, it's not carried out, or it's mishandled or mismanaged. It's crazy. Um, the family has received financial, I guess, you can't put a price on someone's life. So to me, I'm not even gonna say like it's equal to what they lost because it's not. You can't pay for someone's life. Um, but what's crazy to me is that they're getting money for killing someone. I mean for for their they're getting money because someone killed someone they loved, but they're not being held accountable or charged for what they did. I don't understand that. I'm not into law like that either, so maybe I'm missing something. I don't get it. Um but the whole point is that I just feel heavy. I'm tired, I'm groggy. I am exhausted. I'm exhausted. I go on Twitter and I see people saying, "Well, Herb." Her boyfriend was a drug dealer and it's like, what does that have? Even if he was, which is like, is it proven that he was? And even if he was, what does that matter? It doesn't matter. She shouldn't have been killed. Period. There shouldn't be a no knock warrant to just like bust into somebody's home. And if they protect themselves, then somehow they're wrong. Like, come on. I just, the lack of empathy, the lack of, critical thinking among people is just like crazy to me. It's crazy. I don't understand how you can really reason with that. There's no reason. There's no reason for all of that. It's ridiculous. So I understand if you're heavy. I understand if you don't have time for it today. I understand if you check out, if you check into a hotel, if you check into honestly um, someplace for your mind, if you check out of work today like I don't understand how we're supposed to be giving these traumatic experiences where justice is never served and we're supposed to just go throughout our days like nothing happened like nothing happened it's not healthy to pretend that nothing is happening it's not um it's not really encouraging justice by us pretending that nothing is happening I really feel like we have to prioritize taking care of ourselves especially in times like these you know this is not business as usual but what's sad is it, it kind of is business as usual because this has hap- been happening for years. But I really feel like society expects us to just be like, well, you still got to go to work today. Well, you still got to clock in and teach these babies and still be 100% present while there's a pandemic going on, where there's social justice issues being brought to the table, while there's civil unrest. It's like, it's absolutely ridiculous. And I really feel like this pushes the narrative of the woman, of the Black woman specifically, being some sort of superhero. The truth is Black women are not your superhero. They're not your martyrs. They're human beings. And we've been treated like superheroes for so long. You know, you go back to slavery. It's like, oh, these people are subhuman because they're so strong or um, superhuman because they can take so much and they're still successful and they're still, you know, I guess, uh, effective and they're still creating things for society. Look at them. Look at the Black people go. And I really feel like, For some reason, we have, we have, um, bought into this. We have bought into this idea that, like, we are superhuman. We are superheroes. And to our detriment, because our mortality will show us all the time that we're not. We get sick, you know, we lose people, people die of heart attacks, like this kind of stuff. And our body is telling us the story of our ancestors. Our ancestors were exhausted. Our ancestors were tired. And to me, it's surprising that we're willingly putting this stuff back on. I think I mentioned this in the previous episode called Hustle Culture is Not for Black People, how hustle culture has been, um, you know, polished and presented to us like, no, y'all need to hustle. This is the only way you can make it and all this other stuff. And it's like black people have been hustling since day one, since we got here. We've been hustling. We've been hustling for other people. We've been, you know, juggling three, four, five, eleven 11 jobs, you know what I'm saying? And still broke, trying to support our families, And at some point, we have to acknowledge that the system is broken. It's not us. (laughs) Like, the problem is not us. We're willing. We're here. The system is broken. And for so long, like, we've been chasing and trying to be these super Negroes, right? Using air quotes. Like, we've heard that before. Like, going above and beyond, right? We have to work 10 times as hard to get half as far. Like, these are the narratives that we've believed and we've... And sadly, it is the truth. It's not even like, oh, we believed it. It is what has been the norm for so long that we think that we always have to be on. But to be totally honest, y'all, I'm exhausted. I am no longer interested in working hard. I am no longer interested in hustling. I am no longer interested in working my fingers to the bone. And I know that could be triggering for some people because some people are like, well, you haven't paid your dues. You haven't, you know, worked hard for so many years yet. And I'm like, yeah, but my ancestors have and I'm exhausted for them. I'm exhausted for them. I'm exhausted for myself. And the sad thing is I'm only 30, right? But I'm tired. I'm tired. I'm tired of hustling, I'm tired of proving my worth, I'm tired of proving my worth to other people, I'm tired of trying to prove to society that my life is worth fighting for, that I'm worth justice, like, you know, and I say I as in a collective I, right? Because my experience is not the same as every other black woman's experience. However, this trauma that we're experiencing is collective. We see a black woman, like we see ourselves sleeping in our own home, minding our own business, someone busting in and shooting, shooting up the house, killing us. And then there's no justice brought forth for her, for us. You know what I'm saying? And so it's it's just, I'm not superhuman. I'm tired, I'm tired. And I feel like so many other people are tired too. And it's amazing because it's like, well, y'all should be out there in the street doing something. We've been in the street doing something. We're tired of being in the street and saying the same thing because we keep shouting and no one is really listening. You know, um, and I'm going to say something that might offend some people, but, you know, for the people that are like, well, y'all need to go and vote and da, 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 And it's like, voting is not going to change this. There are things that we can do locally, but let's be real. There are powers that be that we do not have access to who is enforcing sick and harmful things like this. You know what I mean? And so for some people, they don't see it's going to take more than just a vote to change this. It's going to change. It's going to take a whole gutting out of the system, a whole starting over a whole tearing down and the powers that be don't want that to happen. So they're going to try everything in their power to not allow that to happen. Like, think about it. Why are black people who are incarcerated not allowed to vote in some states when they pay their debt to society? Why is that? Why do they have to write down on a piece of paper? Hey, I was incarcerated just so you know, when they've already paid their debt to society. It's a setup. It's rigged against them because, oh, if I have to, if I have to disclose whether or not I was locked up, then this is less chance that I'm going to get this job. And therefore, I'm going to be back on the street and trying to figure out how to make money. And low key, they're trying to send me back to prison. These are the demonic and disgusting and evil and vile things that are in our society that are rigged against us. And so it's, it's complicated because we know that the fight is not over. I know that there are more things to be done. I know that there is, you know, more work to be done. But I really believe in pausing. I really believe in reflecting. I really believe in taking care of yourself. Again, we have experienced trauma over and over and over again. Seeing people get shot on film, seeing people just laying in the middle of the street, you know what I mean? Like being shot and no one trying to resuscitate them. You know, people just being shot in the back while they're turning away from police officers. Again, we didn't see The footage, but we heard the cries of the boyfriend who called the 911, who called 911 saying, someone just busted in my house. He had no idea it was cops. Someone just busted in my house and started shooting. He had no idea. And we hear like the pain in his voice. We see the pain in the family's faces. Like that is traumatic. And to not see justice served is exhausting. And so I want to give you permission to pause, to take a break, to unplug. Whether you're experiencing this trauma or some other trauma in your own personal life, it's okay to take a break. It's okay to tell people no. It's okay to tell yourself, no, not today. We're going to do something else today. We're going to go sit in the park and just sit there. Or we're going to lay in bed today and watch movies. You know, luxury and leisure, I feel like are things that we as Black people have been told that we have to earn. And I don't believe that. I don't believe that we have to earn leisure or luxury. You know, it's it's been so ingrained in us that we have to earn peace and that we have to earn quiet and rest. You know, and um, I talked about this before, but I really believe that we need to take the time for ourselves to really check in with ourselves. We're on autopilot so long. It's like, yeah, there's trauma going on, but I got to get this money. There's trauma. And I understand the privilege in that, too, because some people don't have the opportunity to um really just like check out. They have to go to work because if they don't go to work, they don't get paid, especially if they get paid hourly, especially if they're supporting other people. So I totally understand that. But what can you do in your day to give yourself rest? Can you for five minutes go on a walk, just sit outside unplugged, you know, on your break, like take a using air quotes smoke break. When I used to work at restaurants, I used to take smoke breaks all the time and I didn't smoke. I didn't smoke cigarettes. I didn't smoke anything. And it was really just to sit in the sun to re like, refresh myself, to refocus, to de-stress because the customers where I was serving, they're very stressful. It was a high, I guess it was very intense um, place that I was working at. And so I would just sit outside in the sun and just recuperate and re like focus and then go back in. Can you do that at your job or even at your desk? Like, Can you put on music and listen to a song and not do anything for five minutes? Maybe you can't because then the boss will come by, but do something for yourself today. Something small, it doesn't have to be big. If you can, go on a little mini vacation this weekend, check into a hotel, take care of yourself, sleep. Don't answer your phone. Let people know where you are, but don't answer your phone. Take a nice hot shower. like tonight, paint your toes. like do something something nourishing for yourself. I really feel like collectively we need it. Um, I feel like collectively we're grieving. I feel like collectively we're exhausted, we're tired. Um, and some people don't even check in with the news anymore. Like I said, there's nothing for me there. <laughs> there's nothing in the news for me. Um, I know that I need to be kept abreast of what's going on, but usually everything that I see in the news is going to infuriate me anyway. And I got my own trauma and stress to deal with. You know what I'm saying? And also to that point, what in your personal life is just not serving you? What is stressing you out? Is it watching the news? Is it, on, is it social media? Like, what is it? Change your situation as much as you can. So if it's social media that's stressing you out, log out. Delete the app from your phone. Like do what you gotta do to take care of you because you're the only you, like you're the only thing that you're responsible for, honestly. Like, I know that we're responsible for our kids and our parents and all this stuff, but like if you're not well, you can't serve other people well. So you have to make sure that you're taking care of yourself and doing what you have to do to grieve. It's okay to be angry. I'll say it again. It's okay to be angry, it's okay to be sad, it's okay to cry, it's okay, it's okay to be um it's okay to be demanding. Like I don't want you to feel like you have to apologize for your emotions. If you're sad and you don't know why, like that's okay too. It's okay to be angry because you what has happened is righteous anger. This is disgusting. This is vile. God is not pleased with what's going on. And um I know that we're trying so hard to avoid this label that the world has given us the angry black woman, right? But we are angry. <laughs> we are angry, we are sad, we are a lot of things. We are depressed, we are sick, we are exhausted we are a myriad of things. And it makes sense because these feelings aren't unprovoked. These feelings aren't, you know, aren't um, irrational. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, no, these feelings are, are started by things that are happening in our lives that aren't right. They aren't right. And so I just wanted to check in with you guys today just to offer this. Take care of yourself. Unplug. Call out. You know what I'm saying? Take your kids on a trip today. Pull them out of school. Do what you got to do to keep your peace and your sanity. And until next episode, you guys, I love you. Please take care of yourselves. We're going to get through this. All right. Have a good one.